Hi everyone, welcome to NoFo Chat, November Foxtrot. How are we all doing? Yo, yo, yo. Live and kicking. Just sort my sound we've out just, a bit. We've just lost Paul. <laughs> <laughs> Typical standard. Back in. Yeah. So, uh, I hope everyone's well. By all means, drop us hello in the chat. We can uh, comment back and see see who's watching. Send our love. Uh, so, yeah, Lance, how have you been? What have you been up to? Good, mate. Good. Yeah, you know, standard, working, usual. Uh, sorting some bits and bobs out. Uh, trying to uh, do the £10 challenge, which I think yeah, I've yeah. successfully done, but we'll, we'll wait and see. <laughs> Hi, Rage Foe. Nice to see you. So, uh, we, we went airsofting on Sunday, didn't we? We Let's did. Let's talk about airsofting. Yes. Hi, Sean. It was, yeah, it was Hi, good, Wayne. Mate. Sorry, Miss Wayne. How, how was it? Yeah, I mean, obviously, you know, I was there, so let's not just... It's not, well, it was, you, was, it was all for you, ball. wasn't it? It was um, it was you, it was your birthday boy. Hello. I think moan, 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 moan about this one not turning up. Then all of a sudden he turns up and I get fucked off. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go. See, let that be a lesson to you. Now we're just <laughs> let about, that uh, be a lesson, young man. <laughs> <laughs> we're just talking about our little excursion on Sunday. We went out, all had a little bit of a skirmish day, didn't we? We did, we did mate. Yeah, and I must admit, it was uh, it was long overdue. So. I think mean, I don't know. I'm thinking back now. I think it must be February since um, since I was out last properly, like as in play. Me down to down at the site, but mostly having a, a social and uh, doing a bit of marshalling. But other than that, it's yeah, proper kit on and and out there, and in all of the, the new gear that I've got as well, and the you know the um, the rail the the, the, the claw gear rail colours that I've chosen to go with and and things like that, and then just sort of getting out there doing manoeuvres, not really targeting the objective but just following people do you know what i mean i formed i formed a children's army it was great me and about <laughs> three kids went and stormed this small fort it was amazing they all died <laughs> but, um... exactly. it cannon fodder <laughs> isn't it you've got to be done but yeah it was good you know and, and we had the social aspect on it as well i think what it does is you know it's very easy to slip into a, a state of not going you know and going oh the next battle sim the next meal sim um skirmishes are uh, you know not interested not interested but to say when we said on last one Martin aligned me a little bit and said you just need to treat it for what it is quit your moaning and get out there and put your gear to the test and you know fire some bbs off and make sure your guns are good i mean that's it i mean that, we've that, got to think you've got to take what you can at the minute exactly and we did it and it was good you know i met with you guys um which was which was great met with some of the other punishers which was nice. Had a catch up with Smithy as well, um, and, and some of the other team there. Um, obviously met Mark and, and some of the others for for the first time, um, and caught up. <laughs> had, a, had an interesting conversation with Tony in the outdoor latrine, um, <laughs> Mr. Bassett. But for for a trucker, that's a worrying. It's <laughs> lucky we're at night time, mate. <laughs> yeah. But but no, it was, yeah, it was really really good, uh, and it, it kind of makes you feel a bit. It was a bit of a thirst on. There was a lot of players, but for the majority of it, a lot of them took their hits to be <clears> fully sold out on rentals. Um, you know, I, I should imagine they've probably got quite a few rental guns at that site to be sold out on those as well and yeah, still have sure. people mostly taking their hits on a skirmish when people are, are known to not really give a shit. Um, I think it was really, really good. So I really enjoyed it. It was, yeah, uh, it was, it was nice. Cool. So... Talk about feet, 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 feet. Moving on feet. from uh, food last week to cheesy feet this week. Scratchy cheese, sniff cheese, session. Cheese. Yeah. <laughs> Come so, on, uh, Paul. Those... Hit us with it. Yeah, cool then. <laughs> what you got? 
Not mine. I'd say that they're a camembert. Uh, no, so, right. So, I've got a very, um, I don't know, it's not, not very a very sexy setup, to be fair. So, socks-wise, if we start with a bit that, that really get, get close to your feet, um, I literally have just a pair of um, of these, I don't know where the camera is, heat holders, mm-hmm. socks, um, and you can get these from these from anywhere, to be fair, you know what I mean? They're like, yeah... Um, your industrial type shop things, you know, or your, your army surplus. And then in the cooler weather, I've just got a, a thinner pair of black thermals. Um, so, you know, just a, a pair of socks to keep your feet warm. Nothing super special. They, they fill your boot out a little bit, you know, take the gaps away from them. Um, and then for my boot that I roll with, and I'll apologize up front because they're not the cleanest. <laughs> We all um, went out on Sunday, didn't we? <laughs> yeah, we did. So these are, yeah, they're all right. These are the lower Zephyr GTX. Um, nice, very boot. nice. So I know we're we're not into name dropping or anything like that, but I got these from UK Tactical, um, probably two years ago. <laughs> Remember, Brewdog. Um, not yet. Yeah, I, <laughs> so I got I got these from um, from UK Tactical a couple of years ago, um, and I think. A wise person once told me, if you're going to invest in your kit, invest in your boots, purely because, you know, if your feet are blistered up and your your feet are soaked and you're having a hideous day, the rest of it's just going to go go south with it. So uh, I've got these in a tan. Um, and, and to be fair, I've never really put them through the paces at somewhere. I mean, you'd, you'd hear people talk about um, the sterling events, <clears throat> like the trees, um, where you, you're kind of knee-deep in in water i've never really put them to the test like that but for for apocalypse um these that these haven't let me down yet um yeah there is they're like putting slippers on but with all of the protection that you need and the grip i mean excuse the mud but as you can see these are circa sort of over two years old now um, yeah good mate, still and, and they've got some really good grip on them um and they are super duper comfy um and yeah, they, they they hold the water out. They're Gore-Tex, um, anyway, but I've not really you know immersed my feet in in a puddle to see how you know how how, how effective that Gore-Tex is. I um, think as well, Paul. Over the course of the day, I mean, especially if you if you're working through like a long brush or grass or anything like that, you will eventually look. Or you're going to be drawing moisture off of any of the plant and vegetation around you. So, although you haven't submerged your feet fully in water, you're still going to get the surface water soaking through the boot. And if you Still got dry feet by the end of the day with that. I mean, it's safe to say that they're they're a good solid waterproof boot, aren't they? Yeah, I mean, I think you know for the, I think I paid about one thirty for these, mm. um, which as an initial outlay, you think oh, it's, it's quite a bit, but but over two years of of gaming in them, um, you know, you break that down to, you know, even if it was sixty five quid a year, um, it's, it's it's you know, for, for what you pay to go out and play, to have your day spoiled by 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 your feet being soaked, um, you know, is exactly where you don't want to be. So they're my boot of choice. I did have a cheap pair that I started off, first of all, in uh, when, I, when I first started playing three years ago, just a cheap pair that I got off of eBay. Mm-hmm. Um, and to be fair, after day one, you know, I, I was like a crippled up old sort of, you know, my toes were all knackered, my blistered up feet. Uh, yeah, I love good, mate. The day was brilliant, but my feet were killing me. So, so those were the way forward. I know we're probably going to get onto it in a bit, 
and I will seek your advice on this. But in the time that I've had these boots, I've, I've let them dry off. I've taken a stiff brush to them. Um, I've got the screwdriver in the bottom to, to get all the crap out the bottom. But the one thing that I've never done to these, but I've, I've never treated these with anything. So no, I've had them for two either. years now, and they've had no... I've not put Fabsu on them. I've not done anything. And I think because they're like a... Almost feel like a bit suede So I'm... I'm if it was a leather boot, you could, you know, you can you can buff them up, you can do whatever you like, but I'm really not sure mm. what I need to do with these. But as you say, I'm running through the, well, I'm, who am I kidding? I'm not running at all. I'm walking <laughs> through the woods. <laughs> um, I'm walking through the woods in these or I'm sat down doing obs or whatever it is we're doing. Um, you know, my feet are warm, my feet are dry. Uh, and, and with me out of boots show a bit of wet, but they've not let anything in yet. So I don't know whether it's, Something and I'll take advice. I don't know who's on the on the I chat probably, if we've got anyone in there. I I would take I'm, advice from anyone. I'm not a fit foot expert or boot expert. I, I I've always opted on the basis of if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Um because I mean I, I don't know some of the chemicals and stuff on there, it's it's possible that maybe adding something else to it might affect the first layer of something that you've got on there, perhaps. Um, I think it might, I would, I'd hate for it to uh, the only my only concern is I don't know if they'll they rot. So if the stitching would rot, where well, I've not done anything to them. That's it, yeah. Um, but then, you know, over two years, what would you do? Well, I'd, I'd only go straight out and buy an, another pair of them because it, what, what, what is, like you say, what isn't broke, you don't fix, do you? So if they went south tomorrow, I'd go straight out and buy another pair because they, I know that they're like putting a pair of comfy tracksuit bottoms. Yeah, I mean, it's it because you know what you know then, didn't you? I mean, if, you, if you've been comfortable with them in two years, no point going, oh, I'll try a different brand now. It's, there's no point. You know, you've no. found a brand that works for you and it's, it's it's performed well, so go with it. You know, stick with it. But the only, suede, the only difference... I mean, I don't... Sorry, mate, go on. No, go on, no, go on mate. I'll... I was just going to say with suede, I mean, I've never had suede, like a suede-covered boot. I've always either had leather or like a, like a Gore-Tex Kevlar-y type material. So I wouldn't know how to treat a suede boot as such if it is like a suede sort of type material like mole skinny type material I don't know mm. I wouldn't know about that mate to be honest with you I'll let you stroke them next time we're out you can see mm. but they're, well um... to be fair I have stroked them before but you were asleep at the time so <laughs> <laughs> that's about that's probably about right um, yeah, yeah as I say and if I started venturing off you know as we as we branch out on the mills in front if we do start looking at some of the sterling events that are going to be a bit more hardcore then obviously I'd, I'd probably second pair up for um, you know something a bit more like you say the the sort of British Army standard type boot, you know something that you know is going to withstand the elements one hundred percent. At the minute, the confidence has never been rocked in these, um, but I'd hate to be away for a weekend uh, only to be sort of having to walk into a bit of a stream or something, and then you know I've got a booty. Well, I mean, judging on the price you paid for them, mate, I mean, obviously, you know, price isn't everything, but it, it is a bit of an indicator, isn't it? Um, mm. And how they've performed so far, I mean, I'd be quite confident in taking them away for a long weekend or 36-hour, sort of 48-hour op sort of thing. And, 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 and you're quite confident in them. You can walk all day in them as well. That's a good thing. That's what you need, mate. I had a comment here from Ragefile. Uh, once Gore-Tex loses its water repellent, it's pretty much had it. Clean them and dry them in warm room should last about five-ish years. Perfect. There you, there you go. go. Not bad. Well, I've learned something tonight. <laughs> so there's no treatment there, then, uh, Rager Father. You wouldn't, you wouldn't say tr for treatments for any Gore-Tex material on footwear as such. I mean, I've had still gold a Gore-Tex jacket now and again, but I mean, for footwear, I'm not sure if you'd add any treatment to it or. or as, uh, as I, I say, with those, I, I just brush them off. Mm. I yeah. always wondered. You know, Deichmann. I think you can take 
like you when can. you buy a pair of boots in there, they have like a thing that you can put them in, and then they waterproof them in there. And I always That's wondered right. if you could just like take a pair of boots in there and go, "Oh, can you just whack some of that on there?" You, you know? can. They do. They do offer the service. You can't do it. So I didn't know. Maybe you could take an old pair of boots in there. Maybe I, I don't know. Just as a thought. Oh, suits you. Uh, Service your boots. Oh, sir. <laughs> nice, sir. Oh, dry boots feet, for the sir. weekend, sir. Oh. <laughs> Rage Files come back and said, I've tried it. None of them have really worked. So, oh, okay, excellent. Then. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. So, that knows. He should be on here talking about boots. <laughs> Might have to get him on at some point. He has been an <laughs> avid listener. Yeah, yeah very much so. <laughs> Say, listener, contributor as well. Yeah. Lance, Absolutely. you've got loads of boots behind you. Oh, I've got a choice, a choice selection, mate. So, I mean, I, when I first started out, I bought a pair of Combat UK MTP canvasy zip up the side. Looked really cool. Didn't really know what I was buying. Jobbies. And to be fair, they lasted really, really well. And I was quite impressed with how long they did actually last. Um, but then sort of moved up and I got, uh, excuse the dirt, I wore them airsoft sandy, so forgive me. These are the Altberg Defenders. Whoa. So they're sort of standard, they were standard British issue army. I don't know if they are anymore, but these are basically, I rely on these for my winter boot because of how high they are, how high they sit. Thigh high. Thigh high. <laughs> Can you um, blow up Lance's I mean, screen? Yeah, oh, no. I, was just, I was just saying I have to do that. Uh, that's you. <laughs> so there we go. So that's the Altberg Defender, fully waterproof, uh, inner stitch light, uh, tongue. So the stitching of the tongue goes all the way up to the side there. So you could in theory, submerged in water to there, which I have done, and I've never had any leaks through these at all. And like you say, stiff brush, give them a, because they're leather as well, you can put some clear dubbing on them, give them a rub, the dubbing. Um, and they've been absolutely solid, great boot. And like I said, as soon as the winter months start coming in, that's where that's the boot I go to. And they're like Paul said with his ones, these are like trainers for me. Really comfortable. Obviously, I haven't covered the miles that, you know, your, your serving British soldier would cover in them. So they might have a different opinion on them to me. But for what I do in them, they've been really, really good. And I'm, I'm really happy with them as well. They're so comfortable. And you can get in the soles that are like a softer sports sole that go inside. Um, variety of sizes, not only like your eights, nines and tens, but the, the width of, the, of the, uh, the internal heel and things like that. You can get all that changed in them. And um, yeah, great, reliable boot. So that is my winter boot, which I go to. There it is. Um, and then I've got my summer boot or spring boot, which is the bit more up the top end, is the um, Aku Pilgrim GTX, the MOD versions, which are like running in slippers. These are gorgeous boots, these are. So that's the Aku Pilgrim, fully full Gore-Tex, double lined, um, so submergible, obviously up to wherever. Um, breathable, don't get your feet hot in the summer. And they're, like I said, nice and light. Very, very flexible, but very, very strong as well at the same time. And they're the, yeah, Aku Pilgrims. Um, they've got the Vibram sole as well on them. But, yeah, uh, again, another great boot. Super, super comfortable. And I haven't actually had to break them in at all either. I've worn them from brand new. And um, my feet haven't rubbed. No sores, no blistering, no blistering or anything like that. They've been absolutely fine. Um, so, yeah, and they're sort of like the 150-ish sort of mark. Uh, retail price I've, I've looked online and in the, in the ballpark figure about 150 for the Aku Pilgrims and the Altberg Defenders you can pick them up on eBay a really good um, second hand pair for 35-40 quid if you don't want to bust the bank with your boots but like I've always said look after with, with airsoft look after your feet and look after your eyes so don't scrimp on your footwear or your eye protection that's two things that I'd say never scrimp on so um, but then if you're getting a pair of Altberg Defenders for 40 quid I don't think you're scrimping at all because they're a tried and tested boot and they work really well um, and the Nathan was just got... saying about sorry, seal skins. Sorry, mate. Um, in the comments, he was saying about wearing a pair of seal skin socks underneath. Mm. So if your feet yeah. do get wet, then you've got the 
seal skins there. Um, I've been reliably informed about seal skins, which I'll talk about in a little while. Um, but I just wanted to cover this last pair I've got here, which I bought in millets, and these are purely for like the bushcrafting and sort of general walking, sorry. And they're just a Peter Storm waterproof hiking boot. And these were about 40 quid or 45 pounds. And they're absolutely brilliant. They're so light, and they're probably the lightest out of the three boots. These are the lightest to wear. Um, very similar in size to the Aku Pilgrim. Um, got the two of them together there like that. You know, they're sort of like just above the ankle, sort of maybe sitting above, just above the ankle, around the Achilles sort of area. Um, but yeah, another great boot. Again, if you don't want to spend out massive amounts of money, you know, I wear these regularly, taking the dog out for a stroll over the forest and that, and they've never been a problem for me. So there are lots of options out there, guys, to look at. Um, but it just, it's whatever works for you, really, at the end of the day. So yeah, that's my little selection. Just made me uh, made me think a minute ago. One thing I've always said: look, <laughs> look after your eye, bro. Look after your boots. It's like trigger, isn't it? Dustman oh, always yeah. says. Seven. <laughs> <laughs> look after your broom. Yeah. Your broom will look after you. No, no. Was that just seven? Look after your broom. <laughs> that must be an age thing. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, Paul. We're not talking about it, mate. Don't worry about it. So I've had this broom twenty years. He's had seven new handles and fourteen new heads. That's it. <laughs> he got an award, didn't he? <laughs> you don't got a medal for it. You're gonna have to. I'll have to send you that one. Nine volt. Uh, yeah, that's fine. Yeah. Oh, young, whip, young whippersnapper up there. He doesn't know what we're talking about, mate. Uh, <laughs> so, what do you uh, what do you wear under then? In last, you talk about socks. You were gonna. Uh, so, oh, I was gonna I'm say. I'm glad you said. I'm, no, glad no, I'm you said super socks. keen because the reason the reason I ask is that um, so Nathan was talking about seal skins. I've been, I've been looking at them, and uh, you know any any sort of feedback's quite helpful. So. If I'm brutally honest, in the summer months, I'll wear a pair of sports socks or just a regular pair of thickish sort of socks in the summer months, um, and that's all good. Winter time, um, again, I'm not plugging companies, but Decathlon, if you go down their hunting section aisle or fishing aisle, you'll find these, which, I mean, I work on, I cover a lot of ground working on the network rail in the underground, and these are made by Solon, Solonac, I think it's Solonac, trying to pronounce it. And that is, a, they're probably the best hard-wearing socks I've ever bought. I buy myself a new pair for work every year because I do wear holes through them because they're on every night. Um, but these are fantastic. They are a great pair of socks, they are. Um, Solanac, Decathlon, for winter months, even throughout the whole year. If you're, if you're regularly wearing boots and you're working, in, but you have to wear steel toe caps for work or anything. But those socks are absolute godsends. They've been absolutely perfect. But um, for me, airsoft in summer months, just a pair of sports socks um, or thickish pair of black socks I wear um, with the seal skins which I've got here um, now I've actually was actually talking to um, a former serving soldier today regarding these just I'll be brutally honest I haven't used these yet and the reason for that being was uh, when I got them I tried them I put them on at home as you do mincing around in the living room with a catwalk and I left them on for about 20 minutes and my feet were minging wet through with sweat and I was like I don't like these so these haven't been worn these are brand new basically um so i spoke <laughs> to this guy today i don't think they're brand new if they're ringing with sweat i think they're, no, they're not anymore <laughs> oh, they're not anymore granted <laughs> but i spoke to a guy today and he said yeah the actual sealskin socks um what you do is um say you were doing a an assault across the river and you actually got gipping wet through with water obviously um and your boots were soaked your socks that you had on were soaked he said what you do is once you cleared the the water hazard um you ditch your socks that you've got on, dry your feet, whack a new pair of socks on, and then you put these over the top. And what these would do is they would draw the moisture out of your boot 
into these socks, but they wouldn't penetrate your new socks that you've got on underneath these. Ah, if you follow that's me. Good that's a top yeah. tip, isn't it? So what they would do, in theory, so it's just, so my hand is my foot. I've just gone through a river. I'm oh, my battery is low. Um, gone through a river, soaking wet. Take these wet socks off. I put a new sock on. My boots soaking wet inside. So I whack it in the sealskin sock. That goes inside my wet boot. The moisture within the boot gets soaked into the sock. Now, whether there's a triple layer or double layer, but these soaking, the moisture inside the boot soaks into these, but not into your new dry sock. That's in theory how it works. But having said that, a lot of the guys who I've spoken to and been reliably informed, sometimes it doesn't, they don't work. If they're brand new, they should work. That's what they should do. But if they're not and they're a little bit worn, what the guys tend to do is carry two pairs of them. And what they would do is they ditch the white normal standard issue sock or whatever it is they're wearing. They just whack a seal skin on, get the boot as dry as possible. When they get back to the harbour area, obviously take it off, dry the feet, powder your feet, put a new pair of socks on. And then once they go back out on patrol, they'd have a second pair of these in their Bergens. They'd get them out, whack them on over the top, and that would draw... I mean, these would draw about 50% of the moisture out the inside of the boot. So with two pairs of these, you should be able to get your boots dry internally. So they'd whack the, clean, the second pair of these on, go out on their second patrol, whatever it is. And by the time that's done, their boots internally should be dry. Then they can whack them down. The, the wet ones, they can chuck them down the bottom of their bivy bag, and then your body heat will dry them out in 12 hours, and they'll be dry again, ready to go. So that's the idea behind sealskin socks. They're not to be worn straight away. Don't put them on straight away and go out on a patrol because that's what they're made for. They're made for if you do go into water and you need to get your boots and your kit and your feet dry again, that's where these come into play. It's where they come into their own. They're, not, they're by no means an everyday sock at all. So don't think of them as a, an everyday sock. I've been, I've been informed by instructors and that that they're not. That's not what they're designed to do. So just sure. to put that out there. So you just a second ago alluded to powdering your feet you know, routinely yeah. or whatever it is. So in your kit, do you carry like a powder with you in your in your standard? So there if you is. was doing like a 36-hour jobby up at APOC or at Longmore or something like that, that's with, yeah. that's with you in your bag and you, you apply some on throughout the weekend? That's it, mate, yeah. Just as soon as you get back to your fob or your harbour area and you can, you've got that 20 minutes, half an hour, just loosen your boots off. If you, if it's, if you, Even if they've been sweaty, minging all day long or, they, or yeah, they have got wet, Dry your feet off, proper dry them off as well. They've got to be proper dry, towel dry. Um, I always carry a little little towel, which I've had for about 20 years. years. I've got three of an Angling Times uh, oh. magazine. I've got a little green little green towel, which I've still got it now. It's my foot towel now. Um, so I'll give my feet a good dry off and then powder them up in between your toes, all that. And then, yeah, it just freshens them up a bit, you know, stops them chafing and rubbing and re-energises the old tootsies. Nice. <laughs> I mean, on the subject, actually... Of like medicines and stuff like that. Zinc oxide tape is quite good for blisters. Um, it's something like okay. I was doing some wild camping. It comes in, like, it's like a cloth tape. Um, unfortunately, I didn't bring any with me, but it's in like a cloth tape roll. Uh, I think right. you get like a couple of quid off of eBay. Um, but basically, it's like a preventative measure. So, firstly, it stops boots and socks and things rubbing on your feet to start with because it's providing that membrane between the two. But there's something, yep. there's something to do with the zinc oxide as well. Apparently, it just helps stop blistering. Um, now, I did yeah. some wild camping. I did, uh, it was effectively 48 hours on Dartmoor, um, and I didn't blister once with this stuff on. Now, I blistered terribly with any kind of long, long hikes or anything like that beforehand. Yeah. Uh, I mean, to be fair, I had a combination of new boots as well. So, yeah. But um, I, I always now wear zinc oxide tape on my feet. Whenever I go to a 48 hour meal sim, if I take my socks off, they're just wrapped, they look like they're wrapped in duct tape, basically. So, uh, 
Yeah. Well, say duct, they say duct tape for Veruca's as well, wouldn't they? Put a duct tape around it for a, every day for a week, and the Veruca's gone. Tried it with my son, actually, and it completely disappeared. Wasted every day. 60, 70 quid on the bloody whatever it is, foot doctor. Bazooka. Yeah, <laughs> and then five-pound roll of duct tape, just keep whacking a little patch of that on it, put a plaster over the top, and changed it three or four times a day for a week. Took it off, gone. So duct tape kills Veruca's. So you're, um, you, you've mentioned about going back to the powder and that sort of stuff, foot care. So we got to your team, so you punish your team. Oh, that's better. Um, is, it, is it something that they're routinely doing? Or as one I see, do you actively go around prompting people with your foot care? Or is it something that your guys just do? Or are you kind of just let them get on with it? It's I their mean, feet, their world. Yeah, I mean, it's personal preference, really. I mean, it's something that I do. Um, I'm sort of guessing that the guys look after their feet. I mean, the amount of ops we've done... Well, say, I say ops, Christ. Weekends away... <laughs> <laughs> That's terrible, isn't it? Um, the amount of weekends away together we've done, mincing around the forest. Um, <laughs> it, I mean, I've never had people complaining that their feet, I can't go out, my feet are actually screwed. You know, it's usually I'm absolutely dead on my feet for the amount of tabbing or moving about we've been doing all day long. So I'm just going to, I need to chill for a little bit. And it's just like, yeah, what, fair one. You know, I'm not going to make you go out if you're fatigued and this, that and the other. But I've never had someone say, I can't move, my feet are actually in pieces or anything like that at all. Yep. So um, I'm guessing the guys look after the feet. But again, Paul, like you said, mate, you know, it's rare in an, airs- an airsoft event that I've been to that you'd have to cross a river or you, you're potentially coming to a chance of fully submerging up to your knees, at least, in, in water. So, I mean, there's obviously always that chance there, possibly, but, I mean, we've never come across it yet. So I, I, I admittedly, on one event um, where I fell in a hole, um, it wasn't through choice, but, yeah, I, I've, been, <laughs> I've been in water up to my ankle. Uh, that's right, up to my thighs before. Um, oh, yeah, that was quite <laughs> I think Bramley, um, is it Bramley? I think that has some, some water obstacles within it that people do. So I've seen uh, battles in photographs and that sort of thing, people that have gone to Bramley with Legion. Okay. Uh, you, you do see a few of them where they're patrolling, walking down the middle of a river. Oh, that'd be cool. <laughs> uh, which, yeah, for photograph opportunities, it'd be, oh, mate, it'd be immense, wouldn't it? Yeah. But, um, but yeah, I think you'd be getting your, your seal skins out for that one. <laughs> Definitely, yeah, absolutely, yeah. But yeah, but like I said, it's another site I'd like to go to, but unfortunately not been able to visit yet due to this bloody no, violence that's going on. I don't around, think so. they mill him there, do they? I think they, I think in the, no, if they're doing a, 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 a an event it. series, yeah, I think they might do the actual mill sims, they'll do it at Longmore, but then right. other parts of the story they do at Bramley. So if it's like we're gonna, we need to go and take the munitions from whatever, Bramley's yeah. got a load of old disused buildings and, and warehouses and all that. And then they play that uh, aspect of the story, and then it comes to the Gladius ones, for example, where then they do okay. it. It's more of an over the weekend or whatever it might be. Right, right, right. Mike, but it does look good, Bramley. I was just going to um, rage files jump to it again. Uh, try climbing tape as well for when or if you get blisters. Also, walking socks tend to be double layered to help prevent blisters or wear really thin pair of socks underneath. So. Good advice around. I mean, the, the fundamental thing is, I know, and I know a lot of people I spoke to about this episode, they were saying, oh, what are you going to talk about feet for that long for? But there's a lot of things around that. You know, it's not just a good pair of boots. You know, it's looking yeah. after them, post-care, pre-care. Um, things like gaiters as well. Like, I know we haven't really touched on gaiters, but gaiters are really good just to kind of keep the long grass and stuff from getting the top of your socks wet and things and like the bottom of your trousers. Because at the end of the day, it kind of comes down to comfort a little bit, doesn't it? Because we're not soldiers. You know, we're there to have a little bit of a fun game in the in the, in the, in the woods. Mm. You 
but so, I mean, essentially, you, you, I mean, essentially, you're still potentially covering um, quite a lot of ground throughout the day. You're on your feet. I mean, you, it's not like you can take a load off and just sit down in a comfy chair for a couple of hours. You are on your feet, either squatting, kneeling, anything like that. So, um, like we say, a, a good pair of boots obviously is essential, but there is a lot that goes in with it, making sure the boots, you look after them, you know, if, if it's whatever treatment you have to give them afterwards, whether it's dubbing or a good polish up and, and then dull them down. Knit wax. Oh. <laughs> Nitwags, that takes me back to scouting, man. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, it's, it, yeah, like, there's loads of different elements to it, really, isn't it? And, and, and just like, yeah, put boots on, put socks on, put boots on, go walkies. Yeah. It's um, one thing that will screw your weekend, doesn't it? It will do, mate. Yeah, because once, you, once you've got that blister and you keep pressing and it keeps rubbing and rubbing, it's just going to bleed and bleed and bleed, and then you'll be, I can't do it. And that's, you screwed yourself then because yeah. you, haven't, you haven't prepped properly for your, for your footwear and that. So. Look after your feet, your feet will look after you. Yeah. Go on, Mike, what you got, mate? Right, well, I, um, I've thrown out my first pair of boots because they were proper cack. Um, <laughs> so I'm going to talk about the second pair of boots that I bought first. So I, I didn't actually buy these. These were supplied to me through work. Um, they are a sight boot. They have a proper steel sole in the base and steel toe caps, and they weigh quite a bit, completely <laughs> unnecessarily. Um, I've also broken these the first time I wore them airsofting because I, I, I crouched down, basically. Um, I, can't, I can't do it by hand, but you know when you crouch down, the, that bit of your foot kind of goes flat. I've actually yeah. broken the steel plate in here. <laughs> Literally, I heard it crack. I, I you know, crouched down. Oh, it was horrendous. And I was like, oh, this brand new pair of boots is gone already. <laughs> um, but, I mean, sight boots, I'm not going to be funny about it. I mean, they are, they are designed for hard wearing you know out and about most of the day um i wouldn't necessarily recommend these for airsoft but if you're looking for something a little bit budget you know it's not a bad shout to look at um having said that though so this this was actually like 120 quid pair of boots through work mm. um i got a pair of hakes so apologies these are filthy because of sunday Ooh. um i got a pair of hakes these are high high top hakes i believe uh yeah high High liability, apparently. Um, I got these for £25 um, from a um, military surplus shop in Maystone called Semaphore. Um, highly recommend visiting there. They've got loads of these. Um, they were secondhand, obviously, um, and they were in fairly good nick before I got them. They're a little bit less so now. But I have tripped through Dartmoor in these. I have done, you know, these, these have properly served me well, and I've never had any problems with these at all. Now, having said that, I bought a second pair of these thinking, oh, these are bulletproof, definitely going to have these. Bought the second pair, wore them for five minutes down the road and immediately blistered up, unable to walk for the next week. Um, oh. So I don't know if there's a difference in the make of them. These actually have a, a tab off the back and the other ones don't. So I'm assuming that they're actually a different make. Um, so I need to double check that. But these these specific ones with that little um, that little tab at the back are brilliant. So if you've got a little tab, I highly recommend yeah. it. <laughs> and have they got a model number in them or anything? Uh, they do have a model like. number. Uh, these are, I'm not going to read it all out because it's uh, it's the proper NSN number. Um, these are made in 2016, um, so they're not that old. But okay. I say, these are absolutely bulletproof. I have never had a problem with these at all. And if you, it's that classic. If you find a good pair of boots, you're going to live by them. Um, exactly and right, I am... Yeah. If these ever rot or die on me, then I'm definitely going to try and invest in a pair of these. But I just need to make sure I get this pair and not the other pair that you know caused major issues i wonder if it's obviously if they're if they're um military issue uh mike whether they're the actual sizing is 
five chance perfect for your feet. Not only probably are you a size nine or whatever it is, but like I said earlier about the width and um, how narrow the boot is, whether they've got like a, you can, I know you can get like a size nine wide or a size nine. Yeah, small. so these, these are size 10. I'm actually a size nine shoe. Um, right, okay. I tend to be a little bit unique in what I wear. So I wear about two pairs of like normal thin cotton socks. Right. Um, and then I usually wear um, like the hiking socks. I just bought a, like a pack of them off of Amazon. Um, but they're really, really thick hiking socks. And that's generally what I wear majority of the time. Right. Um, waterproofing wise, the only thing I've ever really done on top of that is just wear a pair of gaiters just to kind of protect the top of that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I didn't specifically buy a size up. Um, Rage Files just come in and said, uh, do you buy your boots in the size of the weekend events or do you go half size up to allow for foot swelling? Um, I didn't specifically buy a size up. I'll be honest, I bought the wrong boot. Because <laughs> I, I went in there and I'll have a size 9 and they gave me a size 10. Um, but it's been ideal. Loads of comfort. Um, the only other thing I have added, actually, is an insole. Um, yes. You know, the little uh, shoal insole, like comfort things. Um, that's quite useful if you're doing a lot of standing um standing around more than actually on your feet um so for example some of the legion events where you're on stag um you know you're out in the street and you've got to just stop civilians uh, from being a pain or anything like that then generally i kind of whack an insole in there yeah yeah because they're not civilians. really pain, they, they just want some sweets and you know i'm <laughs> <laughs> well, just going back That's to him. rage's comment there so <laughs> yeah i um i bought size 10s so straight in those those um Lower Zephyrs, size 10. I wear a size 10 and bought a size 10, uh, and I had no issues with them at all. Um, just a couple of comments there from Wayne that I've just uh, just noticed. So sounds like he's, uh, he's another one that's uh, on his last event has been for a paddle in the river. But also he's uh, another fan of Sema. So it's uh, uh, obviously a, a, another fan for that shop on the Oh, it's really good. On the screen, I mean, so. Again, you know, we're, we're not here to advertise. We're not paid to... <laughs> You know, advertise. If anybody wants to pay us to advertise, unfortunately, we won't accept it. No, um, I mean, but like we say, if we find a good shop, we'll happily name them because yeah. you know it's um, try and test and it works, isn't it? So that's yeah. what it's all about, mate. Exactly. So yeah, I think that's feet. That's feet covered. Cover your feet. Yeah, cover yeah. your feet. Feet covered. I think yeah, look, you know exactly as you say. I think you buy what you. I mean, looking at mine down there, wasn't me just totally ignoring everybody. <laughs> you, you, you find something that works, don't you? And you, you tend to stick with it. Um, it. Yeah. You know, Mike's. I was having a look at Mike's boots uh, on Sunday, um, and I, don't, I think Mike's here. I don't know if he wants to drop in the comments, um, Mister Marden, what boots you he runs. But I know, I mean, they're, they're a, a sweet looking pair of boots, and I know that they're they've served him well and kept his feet dry and. Yeah, got great. I think he's got of... Solomon's in it. I think it's Solomon's. He wears. Is that what he's got? Is it? I think it is. I might be wrong. Probably. Um, am. <laughs> but again, really nice boot. But I think my downfall with the first ones that I bought off of eBay—they're only a cheap boot, um, just a pair of black boots. But I'd literally, on the day that I went, got them out of the box and went. You know, there was no sort of wearing them. Whereas the obviously the more that you do spend, I find them with these ones. I could I put these straight on and went, and there was no issues with them. But obviously the cheaper ones that have come over from, you know, wherever it might be, um, yeah, they killed me. Absolutely killed me. Yeah. I mean, I mean, if you buy a cheap boot, you've got to expect it to be... And I'm not saying people have got to go out and spend hundreds of pounds on boots. I'm really not saying that. But what I'm saying is that if it's a company you've never heard of and it's a pair of boots you can get online for 20 quid or 25 quid, you'd sort of like... Mm. But having said that, if you can pick up a pair of X 
MOD boots that were at brand new 90 to 100 pounds and you're picking them yep. up for 25 quid that someone's worn for six months. Game on, mate. Absolutely nothing wrong with that at all. I'm all perfect. about saving absolutely some money. Perfect. That's it, exactly, mate, missus, and they work. My missus hates the fact I've got second-hand boots. Oh, <laughs> it's like, I might as well have bought second-hand pants, I tell you. She absolutely Ooh. hates it. <laughs> Each to her own on the pants front. That's it, yeah. I don't mind second-hand pants. Socks, nah, I won't go near them. But, yeah, <laughs> Draw a line at socks. Yeah, socks. Yeah. <laughs> pants I can swallow there, but not swallow Ooh. the pants. <laughs> 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 Ooh, pants. <laughs> Oh, so I think your uh, your webcam might have frozen, mate. Just so you know. Oh, is it? I wonder if it's because my battery is going to die. You look like you're philosophically thinking about something. I <laughs> oh, probably not. Hmm. Is it completely frozen? Is it? Yeah. yeah. I think you've gone on. You're thinking about feet too much. Right. You've gone into you like trance. Uh, could you excuse you're, me for thirty seconds? Yeah, you can drop out, mate. I'm dropping your phone. We'll, we'll have a look at some of the questions. Drop me oh, out for a second, now. Mike, if you don't you mind. Am I back? Am I back? Yeah. yeah. Okay, cool. I'm back. All right. If, you, if I completely drop out, then the phone has died. So just to let you know, all right. <laughs> I do apologise. Oh, so reading the comments. So Mike's got the Harkler GTX Trapper. Fully oh, waterproof, okay. water resistant. Can stand in a pool of water and still stays dry. Nice. There you go. Well, there we go. So they weren't Solomon, so I told you I was wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm glad you could just manage to pluck a name from somewhere. I, I was struggling. But I, they look like a really nice boot as well. Um, so, but yeah, I think it might be something to try if, if you know that they're fully waterproof. It's a backup boot, but mm, so mm. all the time I'm having no issues with mine. So um, That's it. And it's good. We've all got different brands and things like that, and they all work for us, you know, which is exactly, cool. Do you got, exactly. So do you guys, do you two run them, that, that one pair of boots? Do you run that summer, winter, whatever? You just run one pair yeah. of boots and that's it? All I do is just have one pair of, like as I say, these these super thick heat socks, the heat yep. holders, and then in the summer, just just give it. But I mean, I can't. You can't see me hand through these. They're still thick, but they're they're almost really like a a decent thick sports sock, really, mm. but just in black. Um, but these ones are Christ. If you wore these in the summer, you'd know about it. You would be chucking <laughs> up, wouldn't they? Well, you'd be toasty, mate. Let's just say that much. Your feet wouldn't be cold. But, um, but yeah, no, other than that, that's it. I just run the same pair. Um, you know, uh, no issues. But then I'll do, I'll try and avoid the big muddy puddles. You know, you wouldn't catch, I wouldn't be jumping in the trenches at Apocalypse. Um, you know, I just no. wouldn't anyway. But I'm sure there's things swimming in there, like you get in Star Wars in the, in the waste pit. I was in there. <laughs> On the Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, but I think, yeah. This is like Razor says, isn't it? You know, the Gore-Tex is good up to the point that the Gore-Tex dies. Right. And then that's your time to get new boots, I suppose. Oh, what's what I've got to ask you guys, actually. How did the um, that second event go with defending or, or capturing the hostage or Badly. something? <laughs> oh, okay. Because obviously <laughs> right, I, I so have to go because I have worked. This is, night, so yeah, this is a story. So, yeah. um... Right, so Lance, Lance is our team leader, uh, for anyone on the chat that doesn't know. Uh, Lance is our team leader. And uh, Lance had to go home. So I was I left in command. Like that. <laughs> no, no, but you, you, you had to leave. You, you had other things that you needed to do. It's fine. Um, it's only on a skirmish, so uh, no, I can expect nothing less. Um, Lance just fucked off. <laughs> <laughs> Lance fucked off. Anyway, so I was left in command of our, of our ragtag unit. Um, 
<laughs> and the mission was uh, that the Punisher's team, so there was about uh, 11 or 12 of us, um, we would hold uh, one of the marshals as a, as a like, hostage HVT type person um, in like a central stockade. Uh, we would have one life and the entire blue team would be attacking us whilst the red team then had to reinforce us from the other side of the map. So I was like, right, okay, that's fine. I've got like, we had a little huddle up, worked out what we were going to do. Um, got to the point where you enter the game zone, and I thought, I'll just test my gun. And um, it's very nicely been fixed by um, one of our teammates. He runs as a tech. Um, um, but I hit the trigger, and it just started playing a tune. There's something in the MOSFET or something like that that it, when it's in programming mode, it sings to you. Um, so I'm sitting there firing my going, what is happening? Because it's just playing this little tune in, in its head. So I was like, oh, right. So I sent the other guys up and I was like, right, I'll go and get like a backup gun. Um, and my brother is out. Uh, he's called Maggie because uh, he, uh, he always drops the magazines out of his rifles. Um, originally named. Um, no, I never knew why. that's why he was yeah, called Maggie. Called Maggie. <laughs> uh, but he used to run a sling, basically. And there was something on his plate carrier that would always knock the magazine eject button um so he was always dropping them so that's why we call him maggie um i'll tell you why i'm called nine volt another time that's another story uh anyway so i, I went and grabbed his, um, his m14 um but then i had to find a mag the mag didn't have any ammo in it there was no battery in the gun i was like oh really panicking um <laughs> finally finally got this thing sorted out we got up there uh the blue team it was all hell broke loose the blue team's attacking us they've got three lives each we're all you know basically one shot one kill um, I got hit in the face. I don't know if you can see it. I've got a little bruise going on over here because um, I popped around the window. Um, nice. And, yeah, we lost it quite quickly uh, from, all, <laughs> from all accounts. Um, that being said, <laughs> we did retake it again fairly quickly after that because um, it does make a massive difference when you've got three lives as opposed to one shot, one kill. Um, but, yeah. Nice. The thing is as well is that we, we sort of positioned ourselves. So you had, I think it was 10 of us. I think in the end, yeah. thereabouts. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't um, that so Yeah, you had people on the inside, um, and then myself and Mike Marden. So Mike had his um, SRS, so he was sniping on the outskirts. I was his support, um, and we were we were on the Bartertown edge of the stockade. Really, the Blues then, unbeknownst to us at the time, all started from Checkpoint Charlie where the Reds, our team, had to come from the safe zone and charge Checkpoint up. Checkpoint Charlie, for those that don't know Apocalypse, is about five, ten metres away from the stockade, which is where we were, met. we were hiding this uh, HVT, whereas the other side of the map is about, you know, five, ten minute walk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then the other thing as well, which I, I did say to, uh, next thing you know, so uh, there's another sniper in the woods. I, I don't know, I think his name might be John. Not sure. Um, Scottish chap. Um, got a lovely oh, yeah. Enfield sniper rifle, yeah, yeah, that he yeah, has. Yeah. Uh, so he was there as well. Um, next thing you know, Mike's got sort of lit up, uh, oh, they're already they're already out, and I'm sort of putting some fire down as well. And they hadn't even called the game start, they'd just let them go. So I'm sitting, I think any minute now, you're going to get the old five, four, three, two, one game on. You didn't get it all of a sudden. You had about and bear in mind, there was 200 people there that day, you had about 100 blues just go. <laughs> fuck you lot we're coming and, and then they were behind us they were everywhere so there's me you know sort of tucked up with Mike trying to take some people on and I just got lit up by a couple of rental guys behind that just 
They, I think they deployed their entire Rambo package allocation of BBs up the kidneys. <laughs> <laughs> we did have a little bit of contact. It was good. Uh, I think it was the first game, wasn't it, Mike? Um, I think six of us peeled off out of our section. I mean, six of us peeled off because was, they were starting to get hit in the back of the stockade in that woodland. Um, and we, I think it was five or six of us, yeah, went around there and had a four-man sniper team. We managed to make mincemeat of them with about five minutes, I think, of getting around there, which was good. Yeah, we had good um, movements and we, and that, good... We held the line just outside what was the old fuel dump. Mm-hmm. I, don't know, uh, I don't know what it's called on No Man's Land. I think they call it now. But it was me, Mike, Mike's mate and his son and some other guys. And we just held them at the village. So they were pushing around to you. you obviously, you were having a, a scrap as well. We were holding them yes, on that. Yes. And they, they just took no ground. Um, no, that's it. I think what, from what you were holding them back, you were pushing them around towards Checkpoint Charlie and that little pillbox in the, by the pine tree. And they were swinging around and coming down. And obviously, we were laid up in the tree line. Um, at the coppice side of the yep. stockade. So we were there for a majority of that first game. That's when we just held that whole entire flank. And then, um, obviously, we peeled off to go around the back of the woodland as well to deal with the snipers and then come back round again, which was good. Yeah, it was some good movements there and good, good comms. Hmm. Yeah, definitely. That was good. A good outing. You've um, frozen up again on my screen, Lance. Yeah, he's got his arm off. Yeah, I think my, but my battery is on its last legs, mate, if I'm honest. We'll jump off the two lines. You jump off and jump back on again. We'll go through the 24 hour food thing. Well, okay. Okay. Hey, mate, cool. Give me two seconds and I'll do that. Yeah, no worries, mate. That was a good crack. I enjoyed that. I know, Mike. What do you think? Uh, well, so, we obviously played it. I noticed that a lot of us, um, you know, we, we were all moving in, uh, like, you know, proper sort of. I say proper formations, but you know, like we we like progressing through the forest in like a line. We've then fanned out into an extended line and things like that. Um, do you think that that's? I don't know. Like I, I kind of felt a little bit like a knob at one point because um, yeah. there were a couple of guys that tagged on with us, and they were like all just clustered around, chatting really loudly and stuff. And I was like, "Tell me, <laughs> like, come on, guys, you need to keep it quiet. Watch your spacing and stuff like that." And I felt like the person that I didn't want to be. Um, for doing that, but do you think that that's fair? I, I, I don't a, know. I sort of felt bad pointing it out. It's a tough one. The, the thing is, uh, you know, and I'm by no way means um, I'm not, you know, skilled at any of this. I really, I'm really not. But once you've done mill sims and once you've done battle sims, your your operating level sits above naturally what you you get at a skirmish. The guys at a skirmish. They're happy to rock up, you know, shed 15,000 BBs and not think twice about it. Whereas we're going, right, we're here to test kit. We want to win, but we, we want to try and apply, you know, we, we, we play as a team. Therefore, you know, we're going to try and move in that formation. And you kind of, I think everyone has their own expectations. Whereas on a, on a Milsim, I suppose, everyone's expectations is very much the same. You know, so at a skirmish, you just got mixed a mixed bunch. Um, did it work for us? So... I tried to really I was just supporting <laughs> sorry. Mike. Sorry, Paul, I've just seen Wayne's classes as an elite sausage. <laughs> <laughs> I, th- oh. I think no, but I think if you you know I, I tried to stay at least well no, around about ten to twelve feet away from Mike Marden throughout the day. Mm. And he was taking people out with that. And the idea around that is that he's sniping, he's got his MP five as a backup. And then I'm there with my HK416. If people get within the 30 metres and we need to support each other 
or get people back in. So that's the tactic that I was trying to play. And that's what I see our partnership within Milsims going forward as well. That that kind of dual recon role or associated with you guys out with the punishers. So I think, you know, that those are the routines that we try and embed as we go along. Um, but obviously other guys, you know, Mike's mate uh, and his boy were there uh, and it was just, you know, they, they were laying rounds down. They wanted to get their hits. They wanted to, you know, take people out. Uh, and if, you know, if you try and be too regimented, people are just going to look at you and think, oh, you know, but in our head, that's, that's what we're there for. We yeah, pay our money. That's how we want to play. They I mean, pay I'll their laugh. money. That's how they want to play. I laugh at Wayne's comment, but I I did feel a little bit elitist and I hated myself for it. I really did. Cause like, I really don't want to be that person. Um, but at the same time, you know, it, it's, it's not really from like a military representation. Like I appreciate the whole kind of clustering up and stuff is, you know, in, in a real world scenario, it's to space people out. If something happens and you've got you know bodies spaced out, so it's not going to happen to a large bunch of people at the same time. Um, but you're like, it, because you don't want them all to get shot at the same time. So it's just like space out. <laughs> yeah, so, so I'd flip it totally differently, right? So regards to the elitist thing, yeah? If you were standing there and you had a kid that had turned up to his second day and he's, he'd got a black and blue gun and his gun jammed and he looked at you and you said to him, oh, fuck off, mate. You know, you've not even got the right gun. Leave me alone. Absolutely. But I know for a fact you would, as I would, as Mike was, and any other guy that would probably mm. ever be involved in these chats would down their gun, probably might even say, you hold mine and have a few shots of that while I try and fix yours. If not, I'll take you back to the safe zone, show you Brendan or, you know, Mimsy or whatever, if he's about and go, can you help this lad out? And that's the difference between people that are elitist and people that, you know, that, that are like us. We like being there. We like doing the roles. We like getting involved. We like the, the immersion that we get but we're not going to turn our back on the younger generation that are trying to learn or get in the sport. That, that for me, sums it up. Yeah, that's a good chat. Yo! If it, was, if it was one of the other lot, though, I'd tell them to fuck yeah. <laughs> uh, Just a couple of comments before we move on to the food. So, Rage File is a different type of level of skirmish. People go for a scrap to skirmish. So being a bit tactical isn't a priority. Uh, that's his experience. Uh, Wayne says, to be fair, the more events I do, the more I prefer battle themes and mill sims for the way people play and act. So exactly that. that's that's where I'm at, Wayne. Uh, you know, I think a lot of us are the same. Right, food. How did everyone food. do? Glorious bloody food. Food, glorious food. Who wants to go first? Well, I went first on the boots, so someone else jump. It was my idea, so Mike can go first. Right, hang on. You're, you're uh, one I see. You can nominate him. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Does that work? Ooh. Nice. Right. That. So this was this was my attempt at the ten pound foods challenge. So we had to come up with a twenty four hour, uh, I guess, like military ration pack equivalent uh, for those that haven't watched the last episode. Uh, you can also watch it now on YouTube if you want to go back and watch that little cheeky plug there. Um, so what I came up with is I've got a little bit of a breakfast going on, a full Monty. Um, one slight issue I did notice is that this one doesn't have a ring pole on it. Oh. Uh, so as part of this, I'm assuming that you've got a can opener. If not, <laughs> like put it on the fire and it'll open itself. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or, you know, you can stab it with a knife or something like that. So uh, you, can, you can get breakfast out of that. But I've got a full breakfast um, in a tin. I've got beef curry. Now, that is just beef curry. There's no rice or anything in there. Um, 
so obviously you know with the, the wet pack meals and things that you get in the proper mre kits and things obviously there's i think there's probably a lot more nutrition going on than than in mine uh two packets of chicken noodles some hot chocolate these things i specifically wanted to talk about so this is called swish to go um i don't know if anyone's come across this i think i've shown lance before it's basically a little powder little tube of powder that you you, uh, you open one end and you pour it in your mouth um and then you kind of just swish it around and it kind of it goes into like a liquid don't laugh it goes into like a liquid like, going. Yeah. it's like got a, a street a street value greater than 10 pound what we're supposed to be spending <laughs> oh yeah so it turns into a liquid a liquid and you vigorously swish around your mouth for 10 seconds and then you swallow it um of course you do love um, i can't believe you went there they're really good Really good. Um, I'm going to power oh, through, but they are really good. So it helps clean your teeth. Uh, it right. gives you um, better breath, healthier gums, and it helps clean your teeth. So it's, it's almost like a, a toothbrush list cleaning system for your teeth. Um, okay. so, it it yeah, makes you not give a fuck about the next 24 hours as well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Rage Files just said, now we know what the tissues are for. Um <laughs> So yeah, that's a squish to go. So I highly recommend that. I got those off of Amazon. You get like a pack of like I think it's twenty or something like that. Um, I'll give them a go, actually. So not bad. I've got so I'll chuck you guys some of these, and you can. Hey, did, you, you did you get, did you go onto Amazon to specifically look for them, or yes. did you go down? You went no, down I did. So I actually stop laughing. I got I got given these. Um, I got given a couple of these when I was a wedding um, a wedding fair. Um, so they like one of their marketing things is that they give them out to like people that just want to quick freshen up with their breath, basically. And you know, presumably on your wedding day, that's the sort of thing you want. Um, so I didn't use them for that. I was like, oh, these would be banging for airsoft when I'm running around the woods. I want to really impress all the guys I'm with. Um, so when yeah, you, I recommend those. When you wake uh, up in the morning after your wedding and your new wife is ready for seconds, <laughs> use this sachet. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I wasn't really? giving them a massage parlor, thanks, Rage of um, oh, This is comedy crying. gold. Oh, oh, yes. yes, that's exactly where he got them from. Right, moving on. I've got some chewing gum. Um, so I noticed that the uh, I, I did cheat with this a little bit. And I kind of had a look through one of the actual British MRE kits to see kind of what stuff they have. So oh. chewing gum. Um, some liquid jelly in a pouch, uh, like a fruit smoothie. Um, Paul, I noticed last week when we were talking about food kits and stuff, and you said obviously creamer doesn't like help cool your tea down. Mm -hmm. um, so I went and bought a whole load of multi-packs of milk. Um, nice. so these are actually little tubes of milk. What is um, it, like a UHT? Or? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's got like a two or three-year shelf life on those. Um, I, I wouldn't have been able to do this, to be fair, without like multi-buying of stuff. Um, so whilst this specific range of things was ten pounds, I probably spent about twenty quid in total um, on a but few you bits. Can make multiple kits up now. Then I'm yeah. right, two okay. days. Fair enough. Yes, yeah, And these these are things to be fair that I am going to take with me. Some of these things, like the hot chocolate, especially because they're great um, when you're milking. I've got a bit of um, Nutella. I wasn't really sure what to do with that other oh. than you can maybe dip your Ritz crackers in your Nutella. Where'd you get that? Uh, again, that was I think something like eighteen p in Tesco's. Oh, um, mate. It's literally a little, little tub of Nutella. Um, two chocolate bars, some sweets, uh, a packet of jerky, sugar, some cashew nuts, um, tissues, 
for wiping your nose or like poo tickets, as somebody quite helpfully pointed out on uh, Instagram earlier. Yeah, well, um, <laughs> little thing of uh, pineapple juice as well. Um, yeah. Ironically, after buying the pineapple juice, someone pointed out to me what pineapple juice has an effect on. Um, mm. Oh, hang on. <laughs> so yeah, all of that ten pounds. That actually, in total, fits in a um, MRE box. So the same British Army MRE box all fits nicely in there, and it only weighs sixty grams more than an actual MRE kit, uh, the twenty-four hour one. So I was quite, I was quite chuffed with myself on that front. I suppose if you take the tin weight out of that as well. Yeah. Well, that's yeah, the thing. Yeah. I, was, I was really worried that the tins were going to add loads of extra weight. Um, obviously, the, the jelly thing, there's a lot of extra packaging on there with like the tops of those and stuff. So, um, But no, I was quite, I was quite chuffing myself on that. That's good. It's really weird because when you, when you sent the photographs over the WhatsApp chat earlier on, I thought that was Lance's. It's really weird. So I, we didn't tell each other whose was who. So no. you sent me the two pictures. Oh, can you send me through yours, Paul? And I thought that was Lance's, purely based on the fact that there was the two juicy jellies in there. And I know you mentioned the fruit, the fruit I, things. Well, yeah. So um, I, I sort of put this kit together based on what you guys had said. So, for example, Paul, you were sort of saying about the milk. So I went and got some milk sachets. Lance mentioned about the, the jelly pouches and the jerky. So I was like, oh, I've got to get some of that in there. And it's it's interesting. It's quite sweet. I don't think this is a very nutritious pack. Um, because I'm quite a sweet you'd be buzzing off your tits on it, wouldn't you? I know, right? You eat all of that. That's 24 I, hours of sugar right there. That's quite I'll hard. do the 14 hour steak, boss. I'll do it 14 hours. Yeah, no problem, boss. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, right. Let's jump onto Paul's. Uh, how do I do that? Hang on a second. Oh, hello. Two secs should work. It's all very modern, isn't it? This podcast chat thing. I know. What's it all about? Well, you say that, it's not... Is it working? No. No. Basically, that, that's my ration pack. I haven't got any because I'm on a diet. <laughs> oh, there we go. Oh, there we go. Look at that. Wallop. Get in, eh? Do you like that? So, right, Paul, I'll, so... I'll move my cursor along if you want to You want to talk about the yeah, things. Yeah, I'm just uh, grabbing the meals, actually. So, essentially, the um, the, the meals across the top. So, I, depending on what we're up to, depending on the weather, um, if I'm going out in the cold, then I'd like three hot meals. Um, or if there's going to be the opportunity to get it, just depending on what we're doing. So these are the Wayfarer meals. Um, so I've got an all-day breakfast, um, like a chicken ticker, and then I think the other one's like a, a curry with potatoes, chicken curry potatoes or something like that. So <clears throat> the reason that I put three of them in, and this does come in within the 10 quid, um, on Millets, which is where I got these from, um, they're always chucking deals out on these. So... I think these are normally five quid each. Uh, and I, I bought these in a bit of a block when I got an email from them. I subscribed to them, um, get an email through about deals. They were half price, so 2 50 a pop. And then they were giving you another 20% off on top of the sale price as well. Perfect. So, yeah, just, just grab them. And I've, I've never used these ones, the, the Wayfarer ones. I've used the MREs before, the US and the Brit ones. Um, mm. And then one of the guys at Legion said about these these ones and said that you know they're cheap just as cheap but they're really nice to eat they're um, delicious mate the best i've ever tasted yeah so i've got three of those in there um so that's that's my three square meals really um and then as we go down the middle row is just really my drinks so they were the the coffees which is the three in ones um that's uh basically you get them in a from the pound shop um i think they're a packet of eight or a packet of six for a quid 
Um, so decanted that out. I'm crap at maths, but called that, you know, whatever, 70p, 80p or whatever you want to play. Um, the, 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 the other the bit in the middle is um, like a mint chocolate, um, hot chocolate sachet, um, which is the brown one there. Uh, the one next to that is like a raspberry mineral, uh, mineral drink, um, a Capri Sun uh, next to that. So that's liberated from... Um, from the cupboard at home because that's what the kids take in their packed lunch. Uh, and the only one that I've slipped in is a bit of a cheat, um, but really just to show if, you, if you've got a 500ml bottle of water with you, um, the, that's a, like a mineral energy sort of drink sachet on the right-hand side there. Okay. Um, next row down, so left to right, so blue ribbons. Uh, literally got those delivered with my shopping this week. So as does are doing them at the minute, 16 blue ribbons for a quid. So, two of those, um, a little little booster there, and then again from like um, the sort of as the uh, uh, Tesco, sorry, went and picked the the other bits of shopping up because they not sent everything with the online shop. So that's like a little fruit bar in the kids sections there, which are you know peanuts to buy, sort of fifteen p, and then there was a multi pack of the sesame seed, um, sort of what they bars or whatever it is, and they were. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know, five packs for a quid. Um, next to those, just chewing gums. So there are a couple of packs of chewing gums that were left from MREs um, beforehand. So I've just chucked those in. The three white packets there are um, basically what you get from KFC. Um, sort of a lemony sort of toilet thing that you can clean your hands with after or, you know, mm-hmm. want to wipe yourself so you don't get crosshairs, then you can use those. The brown sauces, um, <laughs> you know, the brown sauces are liberated from Costa. So whenever I go and have a cheeky toasty, or I used to before the diet, um, I'd uh, we'll catch up with you like, I'll have a red and a brown and I'll pocket the brown because then they can go in any of those meals at top. Uh, and then a packet of wipes. So the, the, they're just tissues. Um, everyone's got them in their cupboard. Um, and the only assumption with this, if anything, is, you know, assuming that I would have... Um, equipment for for lighting uh i'd have i'd have a uh, some toilet roll anyway um from home just rolled up in a in a sandwich bag to keep dry and i usually take a very small thin um packet of baby wipes but that that is more than enough surprising i don't eat loads i know it looks quite a bit in there but i don't eat loads when i'm when i'm out that's uh, fair enough mate that's perfect you know, if, that, if, that, if that covers you for 24 hours and Bob on, exactly really. that, and that's Three that's under. That, that's the tenner. Um, I mean, to be yeah. fair, I don't know about you guys. I wouldn't eat half of the stuff that I packed in that meal kit, um, just because I don't generally tend to eat a lot when I'm actually on the meal scene. Um, no. Same as that, really. And I just wanted to use the tenner's worth up. Yeah. <laughs> but so I'd always try and have the breakfast. Um, the lunch would be the one that might might go because if you're doing obs or anything like that, that'll be a blue ribbon and a hot chocolate. Yep. you know, or, or sweets on the go or whatever. And you bounce off each other, didn't you? You know, so if I had a couple of blue ribbons when I was doing the last meal scene with Richie Bear, you know, I chucked him a bar of chocolate at one point and then later on in the day, he chucked me a Tunnock's wafer back and we just sort of split it out. That's it, mate, exactly. Yeah, perfect. Look Dance. at that. Yeah, good. Ooh. Right, so what we've got here is, um, so we did, I did with my two main meals again, Wayfarer, um, uh, ball in the bag meals. I think we've got a uh, all day breakfast and a uh, burger and beans. I believe it is. Oh, yeah. 
which is um, again, yeah, perfect. No worries at all. They're, they're tried and tested. I love them. They're, very, they're really nice. And uh, beans will keep your old sleeping bag warm, won't they? They certainly will. Mate. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and if I'm sitting down, the the lower back as well when it shoots out the top of the trousers. <laughs> Um, a couple of three little miniature packets of Haribo. This is like some pound shop stuff, so you can get 10 packets of Haribo minis for a quid. So, again, pop three of them in there, little sugar hit sort of thing. Uh, beneath them, I've got my uh, uh, six three in one New York coffees, which is which I love, they're amazing. I, I haven't worked like a couple of times a night. I'll have a little sachet of my thermos flask. Where are they from, buddy? Do I, mate? Where are they from? They're from the pound shop, so you can get actually you can get a box of twelve or a packet of twelve uh, of those sachets for a quid. Because I have like the Nescafe ones, but to be fair, sometimes I don't know. I'm not not a mega fan of the Nescafe no. flavour. Try so. try to get them ones, Paul, mate. Because I used to look at the Nescafe three and ones, and I found these in the ninety nine p shop or pound store, whatever it is, and they are absolutely magic. Nice, really cracking coffee they are. So I've got yeah six of them for me for me um, for me hot bevy sort of thing for me hot brew. Uh, above that, I've got a couple of chicken and mushroom cup of soups. Again, a, a multi-pack, so I think you've got three in a box for a quid, so there's a couple there, um, sort of 33.3p, whatever it is, for, for each of them. Um, uh, next to that, I've got, well, behind behind all those smaller bits there, I've got a couple of clear um, Ziploc bags, just with any rubbish or anything you want to keep in there. So uh, inside the usual British ration pack, you'll get a clear bag for rubbish disposal and or any bits and bobs you want to keep wrapped up and ditch the box, you can chuck it all in there and keep it all safe. So I've got a couple of clear bags there. I think you can get 30 um, uh, pinch-shut bags or freezer bags for, for a quid or something like that. So I've got a packet of them. So I've got some spares. And on top of that, you've got a couple of packs of chewing gum, a pepper army, a lighter, a couple of packs of biscuits. Um, and where I couldn't get hold of any high street sort of... Um, uh, salt replacement drinks or like isotone drinks that were, that were worth getting for like for the end of price range. I've got I've got one of their Robertson's some fruit squirts, so you can literally just it's like very concentrated orange. You get a lot out of those, don't you? Yeah, and you can just blast that a bit of that into a cup of water or into your flat, into your canteen or your your um, water bottle, and you can flavor your water up with that. So that was the idea behind the little Robertson's fruit squirt. Um, bottom left. You've got a pack of baby wipes there, or, or every everyday wipes, just to clean yourself up for eating or whatever. And uh, the old uh, beef jerky in the bottom corner there. And I think I did have to ditch a pepper army and something else out of there because it came in eleven pound three p. I had to ditch a couple of items out to bring it underneath right. the tenner. But yeah, I've got there in the end. I've got proof of the uh, of me my daughter's workings out with the multi buys on the back of the receipt. So, yeah. uh, a lot of that oh, stuff is from Poundland, so so you know Poundland there. I like the. Uh, there, so. I, did, I did have to ditch a couple of items. I ditched the pepperoni. Uh, I ditched the tomahawk steak. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And the fondue set. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I do love it. I've just. I've, 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 someone just told me that I'm a flashback to the '80s because I've got a blue ribbon in my. Uh, oh, I don't. <laughs> in my bag. I was thinking about putting a bottle of blue nun in mine, but I don't think that goes down well. <laughs> I'm 44. You've got to let me have the blue ribbon. I'll just, I'll just now when we could actually um, survive on them for 24 hours, even if we weren't at an event just throughout the day. <laughs> Take them into work I'd on Monday. Be, I'd be on fire. I'd just be running around like a hummingbird. <laughs> <laughs> You'd be like I the angry German guy just marching down the street. 
Uh, let me just run through some of the comments quick because I'm conscious of the fact we're, we're a little bit over on time. Uh, That's unlike us, that is. But Rage of Fire, good plan is to buy those thick sealable freeze bags, decant them into them, and then you can cook them like the boiling bags. So that was in reference to the tins. Um, okay. obviously, would, they, would them bags survive a boil up though, would they? Or I don't know. He said thick right, ones. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get, defer to the ones. I'm going to defer to the fact that um, he's had some good advice so far, so I'll, I'll give it a go. I'll try yeah. it one out. Um, he said, oh, actually, sorry. He said he does it with rice pudding when he goes climbing out in the hills. Oh, so, there we go. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. Well, good tip, mate. Nice one. Yeah. Uh, what else we got? Blue Ribbon makes me feel old. Proper 80s snack right there. Um, Decathlon. This is from Wayne. Decathlon do a lot of energy powders and proteins. Um, there's Lucasade tablets as well from Rage Farm. Uh, yeah, must have been those the, the Lucasade, those those Dextrose tablets. I know this is totally aside from that, but with well, four kids in now, um, every time my other half's gone in to the hospital and had one of our kids within a, a maternity bag, she always packs two or three packs of those Dextrose tablets. I really wonder where just, you were going with that. <laughs> honestly, mate, they get you, they lift you back up when you're you're in your boots and you need something just to pick you up a little bit. Mm. Um, like, a, sort of like a Barocca sort of thing? Or... Yeah, yeah, they are. They're just like a little square, um, almost like the, this is going to throw throw me back. Dare I say, like an opal fruit, that'll probably get me shopping down like me, me blue ribbon. Yeah. Starburst to you young'uns. Marathon. Um, <laughs> they're about the same size as a Starburst. Oh, okay. Um, uh, and you just you stick them in and you chomp them down and they're just a dextrose tablet, taste of orange or blackcurrant or whatever, and they give you a bit of a pep. So it's a good oh, shout on those. So when when we next out, yeah, try some of those. Yeah, I'm just anything sugar, mate. I've got it. I've got the sugar. Let's get involved. Um, right. So we'll finish up, guys. Uh, all of these will be. Let's let's make this interesting. I'm going to put a poll on our Facebook page. So feel free to head over there, um, and you'll be able to vote as to which one you think is the best, um, or which one would you prefer. Let's say that because it, it doesn't have to be necessarily the best. Because I think I personally, I think we all did quite well. Um, oh, yeah, with what you can get yeah. on Ice Street, I don't, I don't think there's anything wrong with it. You no. know? It's, it's personal preference, isn't it? Exactly. Yeah. I, mean, I think there's only, certain, there's, there's only certain, certain things you can buy that are nutritional value for under a tenner that's got to last yeah. you a whole day that's, and sort of try and get three square meals with your snacks and wets and that in between it. So, you know. The only constant across all three of them, all day breakfast. And no vegetarian meals, you notice. They're all, they're all meat meals. <laughs> Um, anyway, yeah, so guys, if you want to um, head over to Facebook, then feel free to vote on the poll. I'll set up afterwards. Um, I don't know, guys, if you want to go through anything in more detail, but there'll also be uh, the pictures on the guys' Instagrams as well. If you want to have a jump on there and you can ask any questions and things. Um, in the meantime, feel free to like and subscribe this video as well as follow some of the other ones. Um, if you hit the little bell notification on YouTube, you get notified when we go live. Uh, similarly on Facebook, if you want to follow us on there, I think you get a notification on there as well. Um, tell your friends, uh, we've hit about four or five followers on this, but you know, it's really good. I'm really enjoying the, uh, the interaction that we've got from our regulars on here. That's cool. Uh, yeah. Early days, but it's getting there. So it's, yeah, it's exciting. Yeah. Apparently Paul wins according to Rage File because of the blue ribbons. Uh, <laughs> I'm last because of the dodgy mouthwash. <laughs> it's not dodgy mouthwash. <laughs> One thing, one thing I didn't throw in there just very quickly is um, I did get some cheeky sweet and sour tubs and things oh, no, from. Uh, you can't start adding stuff off. No, no, I'm not adding to it now. But I did get these from McDonald's, and I thought I wasn't sure about adding them or not. 
Um, you know, I think the problem we're going to have one week is there'll be no broadcast there because we've all been nicked. <laughs> so where is everyone from November Foxtrot? They've all been arrested because they've been nicking yeah. stuff out of Costa, KFC, <laughs> to try and make a 24-hour rat pack. No, no, try and on, switch to the one. There's only one person that's been nicking stuff from Costa and KFC. Yeah. <laughs> they give you these if you ask for them. They anyway, probably give you the right. ketchup, to be fair, but I feel more cheeky <laughs> nicking it. Yeah. Just see Paul's hand going through the, the, the drive through window, just going on the plunger in a, into a car. Anyway, thanks guys for watching. Uh, feel Ooh. free to get involved, give us a shout. Uh, next week, what are we talking about next week? Winter oh, wear, isn't it? Was it winter uh, wear? I think winter kit, yeah. Your base layers, yeah. like that. Things are to see you through sort of like a winter weekend away sort of thing like that. And you're outdoors and uh, thermal base layers and bits and bobs like that. Nice. I my little special hat. Yeah, yeah. Captain, and, and, and ladies and gentlemen, Captain Condom will be making an appearance next week. Yeah, <laughs> we'll deal with that one then. <laughs> yeah, we'll right, see you later, everyone. Cheers, Cheers guys. guys. Be safe. Yeah. Shut up.